World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed on this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, good morning. I got my batteries charged. Got my batteries recharged. I'm gonna talk with you about today. That's what we're gonna discuss today. I said it just in the pre-show before we came in. I'm going to say it again. This is going to be a life-changing show. This one right here. You, what is it? What number is it? 1909 is going to be a life-changing show. So you text somebody and you tell them to tune in because it's going. I'm just telling you. And we'll get, get some elements because Joe's going to lead us in, in communion. And uh, in fact, I'm going to move right directly. Lord, we just thank you for this day, Lord, and let this morning be a life-changing experience, Lord. Let the joy of the Lord be our strength today in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to go directly to Joe. We're going to do communion. And right now, text somebody and tell them to tune in. Tell them to tune in. Go ahead, Joe. Thanks for getting up this morning, Joe. Tim Tuber arrived last night. Uh, hang on a second. We had uh, Roger Weaver took us out to eat last night. 15 of us. Okay, Granville Inn. Expensive food. Roger dropped some bucks. You ready for this? When it was done, I said uh, to the 15 of us in the room, because Roger was picking up the tab, so we all ate a whole lot so we could get into his pockets. And uh, I said to everybody in the room, let's help Roger out here. Uh, let's let's all put down a tip. Let's not, not make Roger pay the tip as well. We had this little girl, young girl, young college girl. She's going off to Europe in a week. I think she said maybe 10 days she's leaving for Europe. She worked, she, they needed more help, but she worked the whole table all by herself. And uh, uh, there was, again, 15 of us in there and uh, everybody left a tip and we counted the tip before we left. And that girl made $350 in tips from a group of Christian men. We, we didn't, we didn't cheap her. We didn't give her 7%. I don't know if she deserved $350. Sure, she did, Coach. Yeah, right? My, my eyes were open to something. Like, I'm, I'm, go ahead, Joe. Thank, Thank you, everybody. Roger. Thank you, Roger, for putting that together. And for, no, it wasn't invitation only. If anybody was in town, they were able to come. Go ahead. Uh, can we go to Acts uh, 17, 2 to 21? Play, uh, seven, it's Acts 2, 17 to 21. Chad's upstairs. His wife's upstairs. Ohio Brett's upstairs. My wife's upstairs. Opie the cat's upstairs. People are out camping in Steve Deck's thing. We got we got a bunch of people here already. Johnny Burkeen. It's awesome. If you miss this, shame on you. Go ahead. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my spirits and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before the great and notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Mm. He, it's hard not to get excited with that. Mm. Um, and if, if we could go to Matthew 26, 26 to 29. And short prayer before, Heavenly Father, 
Thank you for this congregation, this group of brothers and sisters across this great country and parts of the world. Thank you for the technology that allows us to come together so easily, so effortlessly, just have to wake up, that's all, and turn it on. And thank you that we're able to support each other. And thank you, Lord, that we're able to to share the Holy Spirit and to invigorate each other and to to charge our batteries when we're together. And please give everybody an extra desire, an extra kick so that they do come together when they're able with brothers and sisters and make that extra effort and they will see dividends a hundredfold. And thank you, Lord, for all you've done for us. And for giving us your only begotten son that we may call upon his name in the, on the day of the Lord and be saved. And so we, uh, as we look at ourselves and our transgressions, we ask you to forgive them and bring us cleansing to your side as we take your Holy Communion and have this small meal that heals together. And any with any ailments, let them put their faith in this mini, in this meal that heals, as it can heal. We thank you, Lord, for everything and for our salvation. And bless this bread and this drink representing the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ that was sacrificed for our sakes. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks, and they gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Bless him to you. I will, drink his, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, sir. It's a privilege. Thank you, Joe. I know this. Thank you, Joe. We'll say it again. Some of you need to get here. I'm going to say it again. For your own sake, some of you need to get here. So uh, last night, um, I I had a revelation last night. Somebody said, I'll coach yourself for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm just telling the truth. So we're in that room last night, uh, 15 of us. And we, we actually were there almost three hours. And uh, getting to know people, you know, OJ's there and Tim Tuber's there and Tim's never met OJ and OJ's never met Tim. And uh, John Loveland's there and John Loveland's never met uh, Clay or maybe they have. But we were seeing uh, last night at this meal that Roger put on for us. Thank God it wasn't the last supper. Um, just three hours, man, three hours. And then we did a little bit of testimony time. Roger, Roger did a really good job of saying, you know, uh, started out like, uh, how did you find the huddle? And, and it, was, it, was, it, was, um, it was really, really good. And it was really, really, it was really edifying. Uh, to me, I was, I was really edified last night, although I didn't, didn't want it to be about me, but, you know, Talk, talk. Anyway, and uh, I, I couldn't put I couldn't put my finger I couldn't put my finger on it until I got home last night and I played a video that I'm going to share with you right now. It's three minutes long, and it hit me in that room last night. It was 15 men was joy, not happiness. They're not the same thing. Because if we, if we could tell you the truth, 
a lot of guys in that room are probably slugging through some pretty deep timber, if you know what I'm talking about, in their lives. And there are many of you out here right now. That's not the one I want, Jonathan. I wanted, uh, I'm sorry. And many of you uh, pull up, uh, hang on. Oh, why is uh, number three? <clears throat> number three. And how do you how do you remain? <clears throat> There's nothing worse than being around downer Christians. Nothing worse. And hang on, Chad. Sorry, Chad. Somebody say amen. There's nothing amen. worse than being around downer Christians who want to criticize, who want to point out, who want to drag down. Nothing worse than that. There weren't any of those in the room last night. There are a lot of guys in there carrying great burdens. I can promise you that. Great burdens. But there, nobody was in there like old crows picking off the dead dead meat off of the bone. Wasn't any of that. Dave Allison was there. Uh, I'm, I'm going to forget. That's all right. That's why you can't start naming names. And I, there was something in that room that I couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on. Couldn't put my finger on. There was, um, there was unbelievable unity in that room. Not in like, let's get together and let's let's go fight this guy. No, there's just a sense in that room that we were all on the same page. Anybody know what I'm talking about out there? And all, Amen. All the, way, all the way home, I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out what it was. And then it hit me. I came home just before I went to bed. Somebody sent me this video. This is the Oklahoma, University of Oklahoma girls softball team who just won back-to-back uh, national championships. And it's an interview of these girls. Not these Christian girls, just girls on the on the team. And Coach Norm, I don't know if you're listening out there, but I, I remember back when I was in London. I'm going somewhere. Stay with me. When we were coaching at London High School, and and uh, when I got sued, just before I got sued by the American Civil Liberties, you better hear me. The devil hates unity. The devil yeah. hates unity. And uh, – that's what happened to us at London High School, our unity on our football team, because we were teaching biblical principles to the kids as part of our coaching. And our kids were so tight that they began to call us a cult. We've heard that before, right? Oh, I can show, I can take, give you some testimonies. Oh, those guys, those coaches, they're like a cult. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 1999. Anyway. Well, I went to bed last night. I, somebody sent me this and I played this. Eyes up. This is what it's about. Go ahead and play it. It's three minutes. Start with ESPN. For, for the players, I know you talked about keeping the joy of the game, but I'm curious. It's a long season, right? And you guys have had the target on your back the entire time, the win streak being number one. How do you handle the unique pressure that comes with that? How do you keep the joy for so long when – Anxiety seems like a thing that could very easily set in. Well, the only way that you can have a joy that doesn't fade away is from the Lord. And any other type of joy is actually happiness that comes from circumstances and outcomes. Um, I think Coach has said this before, but joy from the Lord is really the only thing that can keep you motivated, um, uh, just in a good mindset, uh, no matter the outcomes. Thankfully, we've had a lot of success this year, but if it was the other way around, uh, joy from the Lord is the only thing that can keep you embracing those memories, moments, friendships, and all of that. So uh, I would, that's really the only the only answer to that because there's no other way that softball can bring you that um, because of how much failure comes in it and just how much of a roller coaster the game can be. One thousand percent agree with Grace Lyons. Um, I went through that my freshman year. I. I was so happy to win the college. I've talked about this before, but I was just so happy that we won the College World Series, but I didn't feel joy. I didn't have, I didn't know what to do the next day. I didn't know what to do for that following week. I didn't feel filled, and I had to find Christ in that. And I think that is what makes our team so strong is that we're not afraid to lose because if it's not the end of the world if we do lose. Yes, obviously we've worked our butts off to be here and we want to win, but it's not the end of the world because our life is in Christ and that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, I think a huge thing that we've really just latched onto is eyes up and you guys see us doing this and pointing up, but we're really like fixing our eyes on Christ. And that's something where 
like they were saying, you can't find a fulfillment in an outcome, whether it's good or bad. And um, I think that's why we're so steady in what we do and, and our love for each other and our love for the game, because we know this game is giving us the opportunity to glorify God. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think once we figured that out and that was our purpose and everyone was all in with that, um, it's really changed so much for us. And I mean, I know myself, I, I've seen so much of a growth in myself with um, once I turned to Jesus and I realized how he had changed my outlook on life, not just softball, but understanding how much I have to live for, and that's living to exemplify the kingdom. And I think that brings so much freedom. And I'm sure everyone's story is similar, but we all have those great testimonies that have really like shown how awesome it is to play for something bigger. Um, and I think that's just what brings me so much joy. And no matter the outcome, whether we get a trophy in the end or not, we're, this isn't our home. And I think that's what's amazing about it is we have so much more. We have an eternity of joy with our Father, and I'm so excited about that. And, yes, I live in the moment, but I know this isn't my home. And um, no matter what, my sisters in Christ will be there with me in the end um, when we're with our, our King. So, Patty, uh, you've got to keep your eye on Is that unbelievable, folks? Is that, that's it in a nutshell, isn't it? That, that is it in a nutshell. Jonathan, pull up, for me, num- pull up number four. Amen. Something. Pull up number four, Jonathan. Uh, I want to, uh, Jonathan, I, I know you got that up. I'm going to go there in a second. I want you to pull up for me the email I sent you of, of little, I think it says little David or David or something like that. It's a standalone email. Because I, I came away from there last night. There was joy in that room last night. There was I'm going to say this again. If you got to drive three hours, if you got to drive four hours, get in your car and get here this weekend. You need it. So I was, I was thinking about, I was pondering that all the way home, again, trying to figure out what was going on. And I hate to brag about my grandchildren or use my grandchildren as examples, but this is so profound. Uh, this is my, my little grandson, Davey. I, uh, that's a tr- that's a tractor Mark Trump gave us, and uh, David was up helping me the other day at uh, at Sky High getting ready. We're doing some stuff, cleaning up the garage, and some different stuff. And I said, David, would you like to learn to drive the tractor? And he was so scared. Oh, Grampy, I can't do that. I can't do that. And this is a real simple tractor. It's just got a forward and reverse on it. It's really, but it you know it's hills there, my. And I had to convince him, no, come on, Dave. I walked along beside him and showed him how to do it. And we went really, really slow. And he was afraid to give it any speed. And I walked beside. And then finally I came back. And I, uh, if those of you know where the garage is at Sky High and the hill there, I said, there, David. I want you to drive down that hill, Dave. And he looked at me, and I thought he was going to wet his pants. I said, you can do it. You drive down that. And so uh, he did. And this 11 seconds of, of David coming back up, I want you to see two things. Number one. I want you to see in him the joy of his accomplishment. And number two, the joy I got watching it. Not happy, not happiness, a deeper thing, a deeper thing than just happiness. And unfortunately, we're being taught in America, in the world, in the Christian world, to to seek things that will make us happy when it's the joy of the Lord that is our strength. And joy and happiness are not the same thing. I'm going there. Hang on there. Boom. Some of you need to get here. This is 11 seconds of David after. That's that's the house we're building. That's a pond. It doesn't have any water in it in the background in the house that my daughter is building at the bottom of the hill. Oh, by the way, she has a mortgage. No, I'm not building her a house. You you folks out there don't have any joy. Want to just punk, poke and poke and poke because you don't have yours. Sorry, I got to get that out of my, my chest. Um, uh, just watch this 11 seconds. This is Davy after he drove it. He's six years old after he drove it down the hill and then drove it back up. And I, I said, Lord, I got to film this 11 seconds. Go ahead. You want to go back, sit and start it again, Joe. I don't think you got it at the beginning. I don't think you got it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Join the crowd for there.
with joy on that face. You couldn't see it. He got off the track. Amen. And I got to experience that. No one will ever take that away from me. That is joy unspeakable and full of glory. It's not the same as being happy. Amen, brother. And we pursue happiness rather than joy. And it's the joy of the Lord that's my strength. Not my joy. No, 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 no. It's the joy of the Lord. I can't even explain what is the joy of the Lord. You're going to, you're going to, somebody's going to testify here in a minute. Hold up for me, Jonathan, number. Uh, I wish I had, I wish I could play that. See, I got the green screen, which makes this thing hard to see, I think. Did you, you guys able to see little David get off and go, oh, like that? You just saw it, brother. Okay, good, good. So pull up for me, number, number four. I want to run down this to you real quick and then I'm going to open it up. Joy versus happiness, 11 point difference between each the joy of the lord is my strength not the happiness of the lord no because happiness is temporary joy is something deeper it's a fruit of the spirit okay i'm gonna say it lord some of you ain't got no joy boom <laughs> i tell you you ain't got any joy oh you got duty and you're doing this and nobody loves you and everybody hates you and you're sacrificing listen if your sacrifice is not with joy why are you doing it? Huh? Huh? You ever want to gain it? Okay, these are go, these are going to go fast, John. Scroll down. There's about there's 13 of them. I think I'm just going to I'm not going to. You we'll put it in the chat and you can talk about it everywhere at later. Joy is a selfless feeling of extreme happiness and pleasure. You may have joy when you care for others, are thankful, or grateful, have spiritual experiences. While joy often requires great sacrifice, your lasting inward contentment and peace is joy, not happiness. Happiness is temporary. Scroll down, Jonathan. Scroll on down. It's going to start listing them. What is happiness? It's temporary. Difference between joy and happiness. There you go. Go on down a little more, John. Okay, so here you go. You ready? Number one, difference between joy and happiness. And ask, ask yourself which one knows joy. Joy is constant. Well, happiness is temporary. I win the lottery. I'm happy. I go buy a card. That's happiness. Joy is never being able to take away from me that experience of Davy driving that tractor at that hill. That joy is forever deep inside me. Two, joy is about selflessness. And happiness involves pleasing oneself. Vinny, can you give me a boom? Can you give me a boom? Uh, Boom. Uh, Boom. That's why some of you aren't happy. That's why I'm sorry. That's why some of you don't have any joy. You're looking for something to make you happy. Number three, joy can be deeply spiritual, but happiness is no depth to happiness. Red Sox won. Bengals won. You're happy. Joy is watching Davy drive that tractor up that hill. Joy is having Davy, Davy talk to me about his Receiving Christ the other day. They're that dudes, that's joy. Unspeakable. Full of glory. I got joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart. Joy is meaningful while happiness feels good. It feels good. Not joy. This joy that I got, you can't take it away from me. They can freaking come tomorrow and lock me up in the gulag, and they are not taking this out of my heart. They'll never get it out of my heart. Oh, I can get depressed about the situation I'm in. Some of you out there are dealing with situations, bad marriages, uh, children are are wayward, uh, financial issues. You have joy in the midst of it? Joy in the midst of it. If I came, if you got financial problems and I came along and I handed you $500 to pay your bill, is that going to make you joyful or happy? Well, I know the answer. It's going to make you happy because next week you'll need 500 more because you have no joy. Sorry, just telling you the truth. Number five, joy is a choice a person makes while people chase happiness. In that room last night, the 15 men, there was joy. There was joy. Not because everything was good, but because they were conquering, they were overcoming. And they all did a little testimony last night. And I said, you know what I, you know what I carry from Coach Dave live? You know what matters most to me is every one of you today are braver than when you first joined the show. Vinny, there's a boom. boom. Every man in that room was braver than he was before he connected. 
Joy involves trials and hardships, while happiness is easier to achieve. I can go to the circus and be happy. The joy of watching my grandson drive that tractor for the first time, I wouldn't give that moment back. It's deep. Joy is transformative. And happiness can hold you back. Oh, my goodness. Joyful experience can be life-changing. In particular, you can get married and have a family or have a spiritual or religious experience, such as praying every day, attending, whatever, and gain a new depth. Mm. Joy, it's deep. It's a fruit. Yet, though he slay me, still will I praise him. That's joy. Mm. Joy connects people to each other. Well, happiness consists of momentary connections. Denny, boom, please. Boom. Amen. What did I say? There was joy in that room last night because there was a connection in that room last night. Joy is less common. And it's a much stronger feeling than happiness. I'd rather be joyful than happy. Some of you still aren't getting it. I'm going to say this again. Some of you need to get to sky high this weekend. Number 10, joy is difficult to define in words. While one can easily describe happiness. A joy inside in the midst of crap all around you is unexplainable. Why? Because it's a joy. It's a fruit of the spirit, not an emotion. Happiness is an emotion. Wow. Joy can be present when difficulties exist. But happiness can't live in this space. Happiness and joy are not the same thing. Say, Coach, where are you going? Are you happy or are you joy? Okay, you can get that off of there. Uh, Bring out number five real quickly. And I'm going to open it up. Hey, Coach, while, you, while you're doing that, yeah, you, you just described what the homosexual banking mafia uses to grab our children. Just saying. That's, uh, that, well, <laughs> hey, folks, are the homosexuals joyful? Do they, have a, do they have a sense of joy? Or are they trying to force you for, to have Pride Month so you make them feel better about themselves? And you can't. Hmm? They can't. So the fruit of the Holy Spirit, what's joy? Literally, the fruit, is, the fruit is productive product of the Holy Spirit. It talks about it in Galatians. What's that? You broke up, Randall. Go ahead. I'm not going to read down through these because you guys are all capable of reading, but Jonathan, screwed. you're breaking up, Randall. It's not clear what you're saying. The joy of deliverance, when God sets someone free, there's joy. Joy of salvation, our greatest reason to be joyful is God saved us from eternity. The joy of spiritual maturity, growing up, fullness of joy comes to those who continue the love of Christ and obey him. Paul knew as joy, uh, I love Paul knew joy as the churches gave evidence of the Holy Spirit. I sat there last night as these guys were testifying about how being part of the huddle would change their lives. And I had this overwhelming feeling and I couldn't figure out what it was. And then, then I watched that video and said, what's joy? It was joy, not pride. I was happy to hear Clay testify about victory in the midst of defeat. It was gratifying to me personally. In fact, I said this, to, this will sound really arrogant. I said to Michelle this morning, I said, sitting there listening to those guys testify, it was like uh, they were at my funeral, saying all those nice things about me that they never got to say to me when I was alive. You know what I'm talking about, right? When you go to a funeral, say, oh, God, I wish I told him how much I appreciated him. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting there last night, I'm, I'm listening. And I'm thinking, man, Lord, this is unbelievable. We should have taped this. We should have taped this. Why? Because there was unity and joy in the room. There wasn't anybody trying to one-up another guy. None of that going on. Guys just out of their heart saying, they couldn't even explain what it was. It was joy. It was joy. It's joy. 
I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. John 3, isn't that something? Joy. So friends, I guess today, are you seeking happiness or are you seeking joy? Because happiness is temporary. It's temporary. If you're just about happiness, then you're just going to have to go, whatever made you happy yesterday, you're going to have to go do it again today in order to be happy. But to be joyful is a heart, man. It's a fruit. It's with you wherever you go. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Not my joy. His joy. The joy of the Lord. Okay, I'm going to open it up here. I got some other stuff. But I, uh, um, some of you need to get here. Say, oh, coach, I, I just, coach, I'm just dealing with so many things there. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm finances. Okay, well, good. Then stay home and be unhappy or get here and get your battery recharged. It's up to you. <laughs> it's up to you. It's up to you. George, come on in. You have any joy this morning, George? You got any joy or are you just looking for happiness? You got any joy? Now, let me tell you, coach, what joy, what joy is, the difference. Happiness is fleeting, this, that, and the other. Joy is when you when you're sinking and you know you're sinking and you got nothing here and you don't want to be here anymore. He loves you. He loves me so much that it's a constant feeling that's always there. It doesn't go away. He's there. He loves me, and that's what that's what it is right there, Coach. I'm, I can't I can't come up there. I really can't. But I'm coming. I'm I'll be there. I'm coming. <laughs> Just come for an hour. Just come for two hours. There's going, I'm telling you, there's going to be such an atmosphere at Sky High this weekend. Guys, guys commented yesterday. Said, oh, Coach, there's something, there's something here. There's something here. I said, you're daggone right there's something here. If you get a chance to tip, to stick your toe into what's going on at Sky High this weekend, you better get here and do it, even if it's for 10 minutes. Dale, come on in. Well, hallelujah, brother. The joy of the Lord not only is my strength. You know, I think about you with your grandson on that tractor. This is what the Lord experienced when David came out of the, the battle array and took down Goliath. That was the joy that the Lord had watching one of his children, you know, and he said, you can do this, David. Go slay that giant. And he <laughs> stands up and he goes after him, right? It strengthened David to accomplish what God has called him to do. I look at the fruit of the spirit, joy. I use the acronym Jesus first, mm. others second, and yourself last. Brother, because that's what we do. We, we, we do that. You know, it's all about me, right? No, it's about him. Amen. And so, brother, we, we, I don't, you know, we have to run to bring joy with you and uplift others, brother. I'm, I'm traveling. I'm on my way, brother. I had a wonderful time in New York, just shocking all in the family and brother. And, and just, let me just say this. I got to meet with some of my friends I grew up with. They're like-minded, but they were afraid to, they were afraid to talk about it. And when I started talking to them, they're like, oh man, right? Because it strengthened them. (laughs) And I looked at them and said, there's more of us than there are of them. You need to be strong. And I said, you need to encourage the people around you. So be there about 12 o'clock today, brother. Awesome. Awesome. Folks, remember this Bible says, blessed are you and men shall revile you and persecute you, say all manner of evil. I can remember one time when I was going through the battle with the ACLU and I was in a meeting and uh, uh, everybody's out there trying to eat me alive, whatever, right? And uh, somebody asked me a question and I spoke the truth from the depth of my being. I let the chips fall wherever they would. I didn't give a crap what anybody said. And when I was done, this feeling of joy came over me that I'd said what I had to say. I wasn't, I wasn't looking for them to pat me on the back and tell me hey, how good I was. I wasn't looking for any of that. I delivered the mail, and I could feel the Lord pat me on the back. Boom. That's joy. <laughs> That's joy. And see, the world is trying to steal your joy. And there's nothing greater. That's why, that's why that little moment with David is so important to me. There's nothing greater than accomplishing something you were afraid to do. And for a dad, hey, do you ever have you have any grandchildren and see them take their first step? You take pictures of it. Michelle, look, look, she's walking, she's walking. That's a joy. 
not a happiness. We, we in the church body, we don't understand the difference in the two. Clay, come on. Yeah, last night's fellowship was already worth the drive up here, Coach. It was <laughs> awesome. And uh, one of the men testified last night that there was uh, three people in the room that he had had, uh, you know, been in the house listen, with, listen had, had words with, you know. Listen to this. This is very powerful. We're at this table last night, and guys are kind of testifying. One of the guys said this. Go ahead, Clay. Yeah, he said that, uh, that three of the men in the room he'd had a falling out with, you know, to where they had been three angry. Three of the men each other. in the room. Three of the yeah. men in that room he'd had a falling out with. And then he said that, uh, and and there he is fellowshipping with them, putting his arms around them, giving them hugs and laughing and carrying on. And he said, this is what true friendship is. So if you're holding a, if you're holding a grudge against anybody that's a brother in this huddle, you need to, to fix it. Why? Because you don't have any joy. Hmm? You don't have any joy. You're, you're searching, searching, searching after happiness, but you ain't got any joy. Hey, a lot of us, me too. We have uh, pickle faces sometimes, right? Huh? Oh, woe is me. I ain't joy. Thank you, Lord. What? Yeah, Romans, Romans 6. Thank God for all the problems and trials that you have. For they develop patience and patience, character and character, hope. And hope doesn't disappoint. Joy, the Lord's my strength. Oh, yeah? Well, there's a big giant over there. Well, one of us going to have to take that guy down. Huh? That's, what, that's what it is. Well, I'll go, I'll go get him. I'll go get him, Lord. And if you want me to bring him down, he'll come down. And if not, <laughs> I did what you asked me to do. That's where joy comes from. And we, try, we withdraw from the challenge because we're afraid it's going to take our happiness. When there's a deeper joy and satisfaction, when you go through that stuff, you all know right now, if I ask you to testify, you could tell, you could, you could, in fact, maybe we're going to do that. A place as you look over your shoulder right now today, as you look over your shoulder, a moment of joy in your life that will never leave you, never leave you. Come on in, Jeff. My experience is yesterday I went into the Reno Aces ballpark and preached in front of it. It was homosexual day. Amen. And the joy came in when two other men showed up and supported because I was verbally and almost attacked. So I have joy in that. And I the, joy, the joy was when other guys came up to help you? To help, yeah. Yeah, I'm alone. I'm alone. Yeah, it's deeper than happiness, isn't it? Something's, yeah. oh my goodness, huh? Yeah. And yeah. also, I preach on joy and peace. You know, you never find peace. The Bible says you never will. You will be ashamed. But with Christ, you will bring you the truth that has set you free and so forth. You know, I, I'll, I'll end with this. Revelation 21, verse 4. God will wipe away all tears. No more pain. No more sorrow. No more death. For the former things have passed away. That joy you can have. That. Thank you. Amen. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. Dave, Dave Allison just texted me. God bless Dave. I'm glad Dave Allison, Dave and Sherry, I'm glad you guys came into our lives. I want you to know that. I'm so grateful and thankful that you've come into our lives. Because listen, Dave Allison, Sherry, you guys are full of joy. You ain't, you ain't bad-mouthing and poor-mouthing and picking on other and talking about other. No, brother. The joy of the Lord is all over you. And he said, James said, my, Dave Allison says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. What? Fall into all happiness when, brethren, count it all happiness when you fall? No, 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 no. Count it all joy. What? Joy? You kidding me? You see how they treated me? You see how nobody appreciates me? I'm out here serving the Lord and nobody appreciates me because you ain't got no damn joy. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> you have any joy. <laughs> how can I celebrate with you and you're not even celebrating? Amen. Oh, I'm stepping on some toes, but it's all good. I'm talking to myself. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Okay, now look, 20 minutes left. I want to hear some testimony. I want to hear from some of you something you're joyful about and tell us a story, not your life story. Okay, go ahead, Myra, go ahead. Yes, um, uh, Coach, um, 
the joy of the Lord is just knowing that I'm safe and I'm going to heaven when I die, Amen. as soon as I die. And in regard to Roger, what he did was so beautiful and the 50 men, 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 7. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he pursueth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly, nor or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. Hallelujah. Joyful, joyful, not happy. They're not the same. They're not the same. Some of you ain't got no joy. Julie. Great show, Coach. Um, <clears throat> the joy of the Lord for me was when I was going through the worst time of my life and I accepted Christ. And I knew that I knew that I knew, you know. Yep. So. yep. Amen. Amen. Come on. Nobody going to testify here? Huh? Something that brought you great joy? See, look. Look. That's not arrogance. It's not arrogant. Say, Coach, I can't tell you the feeling I had when I saw my son hit his first home run. I just can't. That brought such joy. And because you know, you know something, most joy that you have doesn't come from from personal uh, accomplishment. It can, but most time it's when you see fruit from your life show up in somebody else. That's deep, deep joy. Joanne, come on in. Uh, yeah, my joy is my children. I have been blessed with some very good children and some great grandchildren, and I just experienced the joy of one of my grandsons getting married. Amen. That's joy. Not happiness, joy, right? Huh? Oh, yeah. Joy. I'm happy for him, huh? Amen. Not that the marriage is struggling, no, but I still got joy that God God came up with the idea of marriage, and God brought it. Yeah, and God brought. Oh, God, thank you, Lord. Oh, yeah, they don't get along very well, but Lord, God, you're doing something great, and I know you are, Lord. Eileen, come on in. Okay. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. Uh, one of the most joyful things that um, I am grateful for is the divine setups, the people that God brings into my life. And but then they say to me, "What are you on? <laughs> How can you be happy? What's wrong with you, huh? Why are you having a good attitude here? Are you sick? But but it's more than happy. They're That's like right. you. You look so young. I tell them how old I am, and they're like. You and your husband, you're so, you look so young. And I'm like, it's standing on his word, praying on my knees. Amen, amen, amen. By the way, I just had a thought there real quick. This is the way my mind works. Hey, Mel, Liberty Mel, if you're listening out there. Uh, Doug, Doug Hagman had on Lloyd Brunson yesterday. We had Brunson on. Lloyd Hagman had him on. We got to make this a Liberty Action Network initiative. We, got, we have to do this. We have to, I'm just doing that, saying that while I'm thinking about it, okay? Teresa, come on, and then Johnny B., Yeah, um, about a month ago, God brought up this root of bitterness I didn't even know I had and broke it off of me completely. Root and, of bitterness is opposite of joy, isn't it? Oh, boy. Yeah, Nobody but he filled me with me. joy and peace. Mm. Amen, amen. You can't be bitter and joyful. <laughs> you can't be bitter and joyful. Sorry, doesn't work. Doesn't work. Johnny B., Yes, sir. Uh, last 13 years serving the Lord, uh, meeting all you guys and uh, these big, large gatherings like this, like you say, a recharge your battery and uh, just the people you meet and uh, along your way uh, a while back, I think it's been about three years ago, I broke down, my car broke down in New Orleans and I just put on Facebook, hey, you know, I broke down, I don't know what's wrong with my car. I was thinking expensive tow bill to get back to Mississippi and uh, brother Dale Socia just reached out to me and said, Hey, how can we help you? And, uh, I managed to put some water in my car, make it to this house. And he took me to get the parts I needed and, uh, got the car, took it apart. And it was late at night. They had had to go to church. It was Wednesday night. They left me at their house uh, working on my car and they, uh, came back from church and him and his two sons, they helped me put my car back together and got me on the road. What a blessing these guys are. Amen. And I met them through gatherings like this. Yeah, amen. And Johnny Burkeen 
fixed my tractor yesterday, my my oh. lawnmower, my lawnmower yesterday. You know, I told Johnny, I said, Johnny, uh, you and Steve Deck, you're the big brothers I never had. I had big brothers, but they couldn't fix anything either. And so I got to sit there and I got joy out of watching Johnny teach me how to fix those damn belts. <laughs> right? Huh? I got joy out of it, right? Oh, my goodness. Thankfully, we didn't cut our fingers off. Yeah, we're like we got all of our appendages. And you won't believe this. Now when that mower mows, you can't see where it mows. It doesn't have – it doesn't – you guys don't want to – you know what a mower that mows unequally, what that looks like, right? Now it looks like it's – wow, it looks like a carpet now. Wow. Thanks, Johnny. Mary Beth, then Glenn. Hey, I was just – I, you know, me and my granddaughter, she's three, and she's so cute. And I try to share it, but I can't. Anyway, she's singing – Praising the Lord, hallelujah. And you you can imagine how a three-year-old would say it. I wish I could share it. Amen. But that's joy. That's, that's joy. joy. Yep. That's joy. Yep. It's deeper than happiness, man. This yep. joy that I have, the world didn't give to me. world didn't give it. The world can't take it away. There's nothing inside me that there's nothing that could happen to me that will take my joy. Oh, I'll get a heartache. I'll cry. I'll be upset. But that joy is that idea, that fruit, that no matter what, all things are going to work together for good. It's joy. Glenn, come on in. Hey, good morning, everybody. I'm sorry I couldn't be with you guys last night. Yeah, we missed Uh, you. I had a family commitment, but but, uh, it sounds really great. So let me set the stage here um, and tell you what, what, you know, there's a... We can probably all think of things that brought us joy, but I'll I'll share one occasion here. Uh, I have two sons. Um, one son, if you if you asked him to watch your house while you went on vacation, you, when you got back, it would be just the way you left it. Uh, with my younger son, if you did that, you might not recognize your house when you came back because he'd have a party and you know he'd have the whole he game over. Yeah, he watched it, okay, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. So. He, so my younger son decided he wanted to, 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 to live up in the Adirondacks, up in the mountains. So he just, he just left. He didn't have a place to live, so he, 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 but he had all his camping equipment. And he, you know, he was camping out. But unfortunately, he was camping on private land, and they arrested him. <laughs> and uh, so they put him in the county jail. Now up there, they only have court once a month. So, you know... This is a guy that that grew up with speeding tickets uh, every year, suspended licenses because he got too many tickets while he was in college. So he was always pushing the envelope. He's he's uh, I, I always worried about him. Um, but anyway, I, I so I go up to the jail to visit him and uh, I walk in and, and uh, he's there. And on the table in the cell, his Bible is opened. And he's reading his Bible. And I thought it wasn't a great, I, you know, it wasn't great him, him being in jail, but it brought joy the fact that he was reading his Bible. You know, mm-hmm. and it, he just did a foolish thing. He was camping out in somebody's private land and they complained and had him arrested. Uh, but the charges were dropped and, and when he finally went to court. But that was an occasion that, that brought me joy in spite of the situation. Amen. Amen. Did they use that situation to turn him to seek the Lord? Amen. Betty. Good morning. Yes, a few joys. The day that I gave my life to Jesus was a joy because I was set free from that slave farm. And then the second time was when I had my son and they kept telling me I shouldn't get pregnant because I had a chance of being 80% paralyzed and I would have to have a C-section, which I refused. And I have a healthy son, and I made it through that. Praise God, that was a joy. And then finding this huddle was a joy. And my girlfriend come up yesterday, so that was a joy from North Carolina. She's going to come to that to the event, yeah. and it's going to be a, such a joy to see everybody at the huddle today. I just can't wait. It's like yeah. it's like shaking in my booty here. Yeah, my, we got the big ten up. It's all ready to go, man. Get here, get here. Even if you just come for a few hours. It'd be worth it. Joe, come on in. Then RJ. Uh, yeah, I mean, joy, joy is amazing. It can come all across the board. Uh, each one of my three daughters, I was there when they were each born. And just thinking of them 
uh, is a joy, no matter if it's good times or bad times, just it's such a joy. And, uh, but sometimes joy can come from amazingly unexpected places. Uh, in this uh, new job I'm in California uh, with now, uh, last summer, uh, a, a woman from uh, the wrong, ca- a wrong county, not one of our, it could be called, when I've, uh, we we're having a conversation, I was trying to help. And when I discovered what county she was from, I said, look, you can't be my client, but maybe I can help you out a little bit in some non-legal things because she had some real challenges. They were 34 years in the house and being evicted after having paid the house. And they're being evicted not because they did anything wrong, but because the landlord was wanting to increase the rent dramatically. <laughs> uh, after 34 years, basically, they paid off the house and they replaced roofs. Mm-hmm. They replaced, they did everything in the house. And, and, I, and I was having a conversation. I said, well, uh, you need to find something to be grateful for. You need to think uh, make a short list of, to be grateful for look at it in the morning, look at it at night, look at it when you're down. Then she said, I can't even pack a bag. I said, that's because you don't see any future. You need to look at the future. This might be a blessing. You might be a blessing. Make it a blessing. And I, ta- I, I said, can I keep your number privately and, and, and keep in touch? So I, I called a time or two after I get a phone call this week. She's, she turns out she and her son had owned a little property. They sold everything and she is in Virginia, owns 15 acres, is working with a church, helping to to start a new church. And uh, she's a landlord now, a lot better probably than her old one. And mm. her whole life has changed. Mm. Whole life has changed. And she called and then- up to thank me. Amen. Joy, joy. Not even my client. Folks, listen to this. Joy is doing for someone something for which they can never repay you. I'm going to say that again. Real joy comes from doing something for someone for which they can never repay you. Boom. RJ. And Roger. Yeah, that's well said, Coach. Uh, I'd sure love to be there. I, I'm going to just say all things are possible. I'm not ruling out the possibility that I can get up there. You know, uh, I'm not trying to make I'm anybody get this. RJ, I'm not trying to make anybody feel guilty. All right. But some people got stupid excuses why they can't come. Stupid ones. Go ahead. <laughs> I hear you. I'm going to tell you a quick sports story. When my son, uh, he was nine years old. It was the first year he really got where he, he could hit the ball well, but he's on a team. I'm assistant coaching uh, Little League, and my son's catching. The, uh, the coach had been out there to the mound twice to help this pitcher. He was really struggling to get the ball across the plate, you know, and, and we're losing. We're, we're behind in this game. And uh, the coach, he, he couldn't get the, get the message across to the pitcher to get, you know, get it settled down. So in the middle of this mess, my son, who's catching, gets up from the plate and walks up to the pitcher, walks across, has a couple words with him at the mound, and he walks back to the plate, and the guy starts firing strikes across the plate, one after another. We proceeded to take that other team down in that, in that game, and the joy that came over those kids, that, there was a pile up at the plate at the end of the game, Hmm. when they won it you think it was like the hockey team uh in the usa versus russia i mean it was that kind of joy and i'm watching my son had sparked that because he just walked up to the to the pitcher and started you know said a couple words i don't i don't know what he said but it turned the whole thing around just a few words like that amen and it was amazing it was amazing amen amen joy and happiness that was my boy Uh, that's hey Joy is what watching others. That's what I said. Watching, I'm I'm sitting there last night and I'm seeing fruit. You understand, fruit in the lives of those men sitting. I wasn't arrogant about it. I didn't pound myself on the chest. It's just a joy. I said, "Wow, Lord, thank you, Roger." Come on in. Oh, I was I was just going to say, you know, we, and I don't know that the ladies understand this, but. 
The white Anglo-Saxon male is beat down every day yep. through advertising. Just, you can go on and on. And there was such joy last night seeing 14 or 15 guys relaxed, sitting back, talking, <laughs> hugging. I got tremendous joy from just seeing the calmness, the contentment. It was just beautiful. And um, I got such joy that for just a short time, the white Anglo-Saxon male <laughs> was enjoying so much. And uh, just the presence of the Lord and the presence with friends. So I had tremendous joy just just seeing that. And I thank all the men for showing up and we praise almighty God, just that it all came together. It did. It did. It did and and come Dave, together. I would say this, it, it, we didn't want it to be a, we love Dave thing, although we do, but then we, I tried to steer it away from that. Yeah. But I think of each man that was there and, and what's going on in some of their lives that I may know or may not know, but just, man, I just love these guys, you know? Yep. I just, I used to tell people, I wish every Sunday I could be with these guys. And I still think that, but it was just good to see some white Anglo-Saxon balding males just having a, an enjoyable time. Amen. 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 We got a bunch of Melungeons out there. We had a bunch of, bunch of Melungeons. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this. It was... Um, Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together, even more as you see that day approaching. And last night was as powerful, as rewarding, as joyful as any gathering of men that I've ever been part of. Look, folks, you cannot be intimate with a bunch of men at your church that you don't even know. You can play like it is, but you ain't. And last night, the 15 guys sitting around that table, there was a bond that was not created by the world. It wasn't created by a denomination. It wasn't created by a football team. It wasn't created because we were all Ohio State Buckeye fans. It was just, we were just there as brothers in the Lord. And I really believe that that's what men in particular are looking for. Knowing that if I get out of line, Steve Deck's going to kick me back in line. That Dale Sosha's going to say, hey, coach, hey, dude. Uh-uh. That Chad's going to say, hey, you can't be doing that. And rather than us getting angry, realize the word says that as iron sharpens iron, so does one brother sharpen the countenance of his friend. And we get... We take offense at sharpening. Somebody say amen. We take offense when someone tries to sharpen us. Amen. Boom. Chad told me not to do this. He tried to sharpen me. I won't listen. Right? He said, Coach, quit, quit rubbing your face. Just saying. Just saying. If I hear that one more time, just saying. Where'd you learn that? Just saying. Just saying. Right? And so Chad said, stop doing this. He's trying to sharpen me. Now, am I going to get offended or am I going to try to let him sharpen me? Or I'm going to say, hey, thanks, Chad. We'll do it anyway. Right? So we know this, that uh, John Bevere wrote the book, The Bait of Satan. And the bait of Satan is offense. We offense. We get offended. And at the heart of offense is ego. Oh, Lord, we're hitting it today, aren't we? The heart of offense is ego. And I know this, that those guys are sitting around the room and you guys in the huddle. Yeah, Dan, sharpening does always hurt a little bit. I believe I could call Clay Parker and he'd do about anything I ask him to do. He would try to do whatever I could do. And I know Johnny Burkeen, I've known Johnny for probably going on almost 20 years. And I know that if I needed something, Johnny will get in his car and drive from JS, Mississippi and come and do whatever he can. And if you have two people like that in your life, you are a blessed, blessed man. Most of us don't have anyone that we can really count on that. So to close, to close up today, how about this one? 
How about we all try to be the Christian brother and sister that we're looking for in others? I'll say it again because it went over your head. What if we all made the determination that I was going to be the Christian brother or Christian sister? I'm not transgender. That that person needs. That I that if I were in a time of trouble, I don't want criticism. I want encouragement. What if we encouraged one another? What if we encouraged ourselves in the Lord? What if we actually served the Lord and didn't care what we got in return? Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Get in your car. Come to Sky High, even if it's for two hours. We want to see you. Roger, wonderful Amen. time. What wonderful time last night. Thanks for, thanks for doing it. And uh, have a great weekend. God bless you. See you on uh, Monday, right?